All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shusko. We are here, finally getting started. Sorry about that, guys. We just have so many listeners who are reaching out to us on the social meds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, it delayed it delayed That's our start a little silly bit. That I would say social meds. I'm trying to channel my inner David Smith. Yeah, well, uh, don't <laughs> that will not work out well for you. So something funny happens when I actually watch soccer matches. <laughs> okay, that. Like, first of all, kind of catches me off guard because aren't we? That's what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, so- I do make a joke. Anytime there's soccer on the TV, I'll look at any adult who's in the room with me, and I'll be like, "Oh, just doing some podcast research right, as right. I'm watching." It's exactly. Well, which is, that, but it's true. It's wonderful cover oh, for watching soccer. That, no, there's it, no it, doubt about it. I mean, everyone should try it. If you want to watch a lot of soccer, just start a podcast that's about right. soccer, and then you have to watch, and you have to watch. Yeah, it, it would work if you do some kind of blog or some sort of stat like or injury a, a website podcast on leaves falling you could just stare outside at nature and watch mm-hmm. watch leaves fall it's from the at tree. least a good name live webcam watching leaves fall leaves falling a, a leaf falling podcast <laughs> i mean you are limiting yourself to about two months out of the year but it's whatever it falls the best season of the year that's true that's true. Well, we also have an excellent show here for you today. We have Game Week 22 to discuss. Just ended. We're recording this on Sunday night following the completion of Game Week 22. We're going to bring in a lot of the segments that you've come to know and love. But I came in here prepared to introduce a new segment to this podcast. And Dave, before I could even tell you that I had a new segment for this podcast, you said something interesting back to, er, to me first. I what said, was that? I have a new segment for the podcast. Wow. So two segments, brand new to this podcast. I think mine's going to be recurring. Mine too. I mean, we often joke of, hey, that segment we like to call. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's honestly a segment in itself. Yeah. I think mine's going to stick. I don't know why you guys are this overachievy. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) Brian just makes it up as he goes. I know. (laughs) It's kind of amazing. I know. We're going to discuss January signings. There was only one last week. I'm bringing three more to this episode tonight. Okay. Three more to this episode. We're going to discuss whether or not they have FPL relevance. You will find out later in the show. Sports guessing, of course, will be in here at the end. We'll get you ready for game week 23. How to Stay with Brian Jay is going to be a part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Manager edition. Uh-huh. Manager Ooh. edition. It is something. Stay tuned for that. And Dave, let me just tell you, I'm very excited for my new segment I want to tell you, I'm going to set it up, okay? I'm going to tell you what it's going to be, and then we'll do it 
towards the second half of this episode. Okay. All right. All right. So we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about how the masses are dumb, right? Sure. In relation to what the masses are doing to the FPL player market. We also are assuming masses don't listen to us. Oh no 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 yeah they're edu- the, the, the listeners of this podcast are educated at least about FPL. They're educated in in listening to bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> they're it, they're good at listening to manure. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, it's good. You're right. Yes. Look, we we want to be always be listenable, and hopefully we can have some fantasy nuggets that come out as well. That's true. Well, because the masses are dumb, we've been talking about it, and I decided to turn it into a segment. Okay. It's going to be called the Dumb Mass Move of the Week. Wow, oh. I love that. The Dumb Mass Move of the Week. I... I- 100% endorse this. Yes, I, I know you I do. was so prepared to think this was so stupid. <laughs> you love it. You and, really love it. And now I like it. Yeah. Sure. I think this is a really good idea. Yours is probably way better. Yours is way better than mine. So I'll go first whenever it's time for sec- new segment time. All right. And Because uh, you, yours will be, will be better than mine. Deal. All right, Brian. I think we've set this up enough. Let's just do this already. Let's get on to this thing. All right, to help us get started, I told you I actually watched some matches this weekend. It's excellent. While I was watching, I put together a top eight list. I could have expanded it with some fluff to a top ten, but I decided to limit it down to just the eight things I observed. I'm going to roll through this. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Number eight. The weekend got started with some interesting play. Pro- got in- Sheffield, West Ham, Surpri- controversy. Surprise. Got started on Friday. We failed to mention that eh. last. Don't Art- go eh. Because eh. no, no, don't go eh. Because some people probably got caught with. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was a Friday match. That very easily could have happened. I'm curious to know how many people who subscribe to an FPL podcast like ours aren't also paying attention to when the matches actually are. Dude, life happens. I know it's kids, true. work, tragedies. Can I tell you a true true life story? Successes. Yeah. I keep it. I keep a to do. I do to do lists okay. for my life. All right. All right to do lists run my life. I have on my to do list every weekend, whatever day it needs to be. I put on my to do list fantasy soccer lineup. I have to put it on my to do list, or what you just described Does would it, happen. Sure, it happens. It also says that my lineup is important enough to me that it goes on my to do list. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, the weekend start off with some controversy. Declan Rice. Thought he had made a wonderful play at the end of the Sheffield-West Ham match. Yep. The, the West Ham goal in injury time ended up getting called. I think Snodgrass was the one who actually scored the goal, but it got called off because Declan Rice used his hand. Clearly, it was not intentional, Right. but that's not the point. And everyone from David Moyes to any hammer to any anti-VAR neutral was was crying out about how VAR is ruining the game. The, th- the funny thing about this, though, is that this is not VAR's fault. VAR simply did what the rule was set to be before the season started. Any handball that is that is uh, that, that occurs in the buildup or as part of scoring a goal is going to result in that goal being called back. That's not VAR's fault. I'm not saying it's Declan Rice's fault either. It was clearly incidental contact on his arm, but it doesn't matter. VAR caught it. And the goal was called back. But this is not a VAR problem. This is a rule problem where we have taken away any kind of judgment call from the referee as it relates to uses of hand and arm. Now, I'm a little confused. Coming from the guy who says you can't go by intent. 
Scott, you are Mr. Hey, you we, we can never judge someone's intent. So a foul's a foul and this and that. Sure. Yellow's a yellow, red's a red. So this goes to handballs too. I just want to kind of call this to the to the mat here as we go forward. Here's the deal. I personally I like the fact that there is a carte blanche. If it touches anyone's arm going in, even if it's incidental, it is a no goal. Sure. It is there is no discrepancy there. There is nothing. If it touches it, boom, it doesn't matter if you're Liverpool or if you're Norwich. It is fact. It is a no goal. I love it. And sometimes it's just going to suck for your team. Sure. But it's going to be sucky for everybody. It, this, for me, falls along uh, with the offsides rule. It's the offside same crappy, yeah. cra- crappy pixel line for everyone. Right. It's the same armpit for everyone. So, you know, there's no... No gray area. Yes, there's no gray area. And that's okay. And I, I'm the, okay with that, too. The buck stops here. Yeah, <laughs> what? No, I'm okay with that, too. You mishear me. I, I'm not necessarily saying that the rule is wrong. I'm just saying that VAR wasn't to blame here. What yeah. was to blame was VAR had to follow a very black and white rule. Yes. And it did. Right. This is not a VAR. VAR was yeah. not the villain in the end of this match. I think West Ham was probably mad because Mikhail Antonio, not too, too long ago, had an amazing goal ruled out for the exact same reason a very unintentional handball mm-hmm. and i don't know it's it just sucks but who benefited from this call at least in a sense most of fpl sheffield united <laughs> yes. yes most of fpl and that's what i was trying right. to get to can i just take you through this i'm yeah. at work it's at the end of the work day i'm watching it and as i'm as i'm getting stuff together and leaving or whatnot and I, I am nervous because I'm like, yes, like they got this locked up. It's one nothing. I'm like, they better not get some crap goal. And it could be because I'm starting the fancy week off with Baldock, Lundstrom, and Henderson. So I, I'm, I am sitting on 18 points at least if no one gets bonus points if they keep a clean sheet. And all of a sudden, this this turnover turns into a break with a through ball, and and Declan and they score this goal. And I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! And I, I kind of, at Lee Drew said I, in our Slack channel, Slack sponsor us. He he said you rage quit because I mentioned it on Slack, <laughs> and and I realized yeah, that's exactly what I did because I turned it off, I completely turned it off. And uh, uh, All Star listener Barry turned you know sent in on Slack said, hey VAR overturned it, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And so at that point I knew. And yeah. then I what a start to the weekend for the fantasy weekend for me. I was man, I was ready to go. That couldn't have gone sure. better. Yeah. The good beat of the week for you. Oh, not yes. That was so good beat. I'm not sure it gets a better I thought I was like, yes, yeah, that's stupid. I mean, that's a <laughs> you, massive point. You got swing. back like yeah. twelve to fifteen points. I know. Yeah, no question. Well, good for Sheffield. It all balances out in the end, but in this case, VAR is not the villain. Keep that in mind. Number seven, VAR is also not the villain in the Arsenal-Crystal Palace match. Good use of VAR to red card Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah, it's painful. I'm not going to argue that at all. No, literally, it was painful. That ankle turning. Yeah, I I mean... And and that's, he didn't argue it. No I, one argued. No felt, one argued. Yeah, it. no one. Yeah, and Max Meyer was injured. Out. Injured Max Meyer. Yeah, no, adds, and, and I'm sure Grandpa Roy is not happy about adding 
another actual injury to the list of injuries. There. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad. I mean, <laughs> the fact that Max Meyer was in there says almost all you need to know about wow. where Crystal Palace is at this point. That's a right. guy that's hardly been used until recently because of injury issues. Yeah, again, I hate it. Uh, I think it's out of character. I, I don't think it was in it. Scott, again, I don't think it was intentional, but results results where he almost broke the guy's ankle. Yeah. So. Speaking of results, number six, same match. How lucky can you get? Nicola Pepe sends one in on goal, bounces off the post, comes straight back in front of Guaida. In you know goal. Guaida nicked it. Uh, he did. That, that he ball did. scores if he doesn't. He saved the initial shot into the post. But then how about that bounce back right uh, in front right. of him? And then he's able to lay right in front of it yes. so they can't get past him. It's unbelievable. Well, when no, I no, saw that. He made another. I thought he I mean, technically save. he saved Anyways. It, yeah. Yeah. It was, just it was kind of an amazing sequence there where it goes past him. He does fingertip save it off the post. Comes right back. He's able to smother it. Kind of an amazing it was an amazing-looking play, if nothing else. Number five, sticking with goalkeepers, uh, but going back to the Friday match, West Ham had to use a substitute early, Brian. Yeah. Uh, one of your boys, Lucas Fabianski, goes off. David Martin comes back in. Yeah. David Martin makes a mistake that leads to the lone goal in this match, and I was just shocked at what I saw after the goal went in. There's scenes of Sheffield fans celebrating, and then they zoom in on David Martin because obviously his pass out was what led to the goal that mm -hmm. was later scored. And right behind David Martin on camera, some 50-something woman, if I had to guess, and then some probably like 20-something dude just completely berating David Martin. The younger guy giving the double middle fingers to David Martin. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, how depraved... <laughs> Do you have to be <laughs> to act that visceral uh, at yeah. that moment instead of yeah. celebrating? Because this is the Sheffield end, I'm almost certain. Instead of celebrating the goal for your club, you decide to go ahead and just troll the opposing goalkeeper. Can I just say one thing, and then I'll get off my high horse on All this? Right. It's really easy to be a troll. Mm. But I digress. Okay. Number four. Brian, I have a question for you. Yes. Who broke Nick Pope? Burnley is broken, and we talked about that last week. And he wasn't it, even and and his error. His, he the, wasn't even I Flappy know, Bird on that goal no. that was scored. He just like watched it go by. Yeah, it was it was bad, and Burnley have real problems. He might need to change his his uh, contact subscription. His eye contacts mm. might just need to do something. Is he that. one of those people that has one like one blue one, one brown one? I don't know. Okay. It seems like there's an issue. If if he is, it's uh, it's not he working might for him. Might not be seeing well. Number three, sticking with goalkeepers, Martin Dubrovka ruined my FPL week. Did as he? someone who owns two wolves, that man was making crazy save <laughs> after crazy save. Yeah. Martin Dubrovka ruined my fantasy week. Oh man. Number two, I cannot watch a match. At the Vitality Stadium. That's the name of Bournemouth Stadium, yes, right? Yes, I'm aware. I cannot watch a match at the Vitality Stadium without just being completely taken out of the match whenever they show that shot towards the left-hand side of the pitch. 
It's the one with the with shirtless the guy, guys. The guys are like kind of hugging. They're celebrating, yeah. But two of them are shirtless, and I'm just, I find myself, anytime I'm watching a match with Vitality, staring at shirtless dudes. This does not say anything about me, but what I am saying is that it's just a weird picture to put in that corner of the stadium why do they do There's that nothing wrong with the picture no it's just a, it's just it's weird just weird to put it there why not like what what caused that celebration and, and what caused the celebration may, maybe promotion was it a goal was it like like what was the give me the picture on the pitch of what led to that crazy scene i don't want to see that it's taken me out of the match. Maybe it was when they got promoted, and maybe they're hoping they can remember that moment because they're on their way to getting relegated. <laughs> That's fair. All right, number one. This is Scott's stat of the day. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Oh, so number one, Scott's stat of the day. And the stat is the number three. Number three? The number three. Any context for it, or just the number three? I'm just gonna go right into oh, it. Oh, I wouldn't have to guess. I know. No, I'm this sorry. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, all, all right. right. Uh, all right. Uh, number three. Three. It was the amount of fist pumps that Chris Wilder gave after the West Ham goal was ruled out. Interesting. Three. The number of hair replacement technology. Uh, pursuits made by Premier League players already this calendar year. No, no, you know what's weird? I lose every week. Yeah, but you know what's weird? I lose this every... That I'm way right. better I'm, guess. I'm right, aren't I? That's a way better guess. The funny thing is Brian's right. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. Number three... Shakiri went back. Is- <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy with the way it's growing out now. Right. Anti-hair replacement technology. Hair loss technology. Uh, no, number three is where Watford is in terms of points collected since Nigel Pearson was manager. Oh. Only Liverpool. To Liverpool and City, probably. Third. Third to Liverpool and City. Behind them is Watford. But wow. I propose to you that oh, that man. has less to do with Nigel Pearson. And more to do with Troy Deeney. Correct. That's my top eight list. Eight things I observed while watching matches this weekend. Brian, didn't you have something about Burnley that you wanted to add? Yeah, just that Men and Blazers actually shared it in their newsletter this week. Uh, I just rem- I'm in remembering the it in the Raven. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Do you subscribe? Yeah, I'm a good friend of the podcast. Yeah, I like the. He's I like a GFOP. D. Uh, yeah, I am a GFOP. Yeah, GFOP. Um, no, they shared. It's an article by Martin Lawrence, not that Martin Lawrence. I was going to say uh, <laughs> in the Guardian about Burnley's battle to survive in the Premier League. Two stats, amazing. This, I mean, which these they sound so not Burnley, or at least the Burnley we're used to. Uh, two stats where they are bottom of the league. They have completed the lowest proportion of passes of any team in the Premier League. Pass accuracy of 68.3% is the first time they've been below 70% since they came back to the top tier. So already that part of it is... I mean, and and he says that in here. It's not... They're not a ball-dominating side anyway. But to have such bad pass accuracy... Just talks. I mean, that says a lot about how bad they've been, especially for midfield. But he says too, they are the lowest in tackles. They've made the fewest number of tackles of any team, less than Bournemouth. That's not what you think when you think about Burnley, is it? 
You well, think a little bit more blue collar, don't I, yeah. you? What's wild is I swear it feels like a couple weeks ago I said, hey, I think I, you know there's going to be one bottom team club, and then the other two it's going to be a tough race. But man, like I don't know what's wrong with me, but like a week later I feel like. Bournemouth, Burnley, and Norwich are going to be the three relegated teams. <laughs> now, there has to be some movement for that to happen. Burnley's not in the bottom three yet. Villa's down there. Well, and Villa might find their way out of there. Mm, interesting. Bold prediction. They have more talent. All right, let's move on to the Game Week 22 Dream Team. As we like to do, we'll cover this and use that to kind of guide our FPL advice. The top two scores in the Game Week, no surprise. Sergio Aguero dropped a 20. Riyad Mahrez, a 17. Good Lord. Wish I had them in my team. I actually have one now, Scott. Well, Really? Did you go to Mahrez? I did, yeah. I sold Delhi. Delhi was dropping. Uh, he's already dropped tonight. Uh, he's now down to an 8.6. I've been trying to – I was kind of just waiting to see if I could finally catch a game with him and then sell him and see if a little form would come back. But Spurs, Spurs seem to be on a struggle bus at the moment. And, uh, I disagree. I, we, I, ta- we talked about this last week. Wait one you, week. Wait one you, week. Scott, get past the Liverpool Scott, match. Scott, stop. I I waited too long with Delhi. I I did the Scott wait and see, and you know where it got me losing money. Well, it's not the worst I, thing in I the world. I kept hoping that that the the proper strategy was going to be wait and see, and and look, this is uh, last seven weeks. Two one eight two two two. Come on, I mean, I, I understand I, your frustration, but I I don't. They have the, they have a lot. I feel like they have a lot to sort out. There's no we, doubt. We know that, and losing Musa Sissoko for a while is not going to help. Losing Kane. Losing Kane. I, I, I don't think losing Kane is all that terrible at this point. The, the a number of sources out you, there that you can find on the decline of Harry Kane overall, especially this season, not just this calendar year, but especially so far this season, where he's been playing positionally, I feel like they play a lot faster and way more right now Premier League when he's not there. You're right. I would recommend and might even say can't recommend enough the... Uh, stats bomb article called Harry Kane and the death of a shot monster. Shock, shock, mon- shot, shot monster. monster got by you. Joel okay. Wertheimer. Yeah, sure. uh, Scott, it's a, I feel like, uh, I don't know if I can read your mind or not, but it speaks to exactly what you had already said on a previous take of this. That's true. Uh, podcast no, Spurs in that- this match against Liverpool, they needed. Harry Kane's touch, where Lo Celso was taking that shot, or yeah. Son was taking that shot, they just don't need him anywhere else or at any other time. Yeah, and that's the problem, is that he's playing everywhere else but right in front of goal <laughs> most of this season. He's, so true. And that's the point of that article. He's just showing his where he's, where he's tending to go is everywhere but the box. He's playing way more, running around way more than he used to, and as uh, as the author says in the article, uh, maybe he can get back to doing what he does best: get ball, find space, kick ball hard. Uh, it's an excellent review of what Harry Kane has done statistically and kind of why he's dropped off so much. All of that to say, we started talking about this, Dave, because you started talking about Riyad Mahrez. 
that's how we ended up getting here. That's true. You brought him what? in for Deli Ali. You brought him in for Deli Holy Ali. Holy hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but So hey, sorry I to hope, anyone. Yeah, but I hope that uh, you feel good about this. Why do you guys let me do this stuff? Well, we try not to. We try really hard not to. But I hope you feel good about bringing him in after he's done the 17 in this match week. Are you, I know. Do you no, already feel regret yes, about this? I do. I brought him in. This happened last time. But last time you owned him? Last time I owned him. Second time I've owned him. I bought him. He was red hot. Bought him. And then like he goes four weeks without a start. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Great. Yay. But Brian. Look, I will say this, Scott. Okay. Dad gone it. Let me say this. All right. Last five weeks, 37 points. 7.4 points per week. Yeah. Look, he's playing good. And if my bench is good enough and he doesn't play, look, he's fifth. He's fifth or sixth. He's sixth in overall midfield scoring. True. Right? True, but he got a lot of that this one match, right? So? Brian, what's... Points are points! Brian, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Over under the number of minutes Riyad Mahrez plays in game week 23... He scored 17 points in 22. Will he play more or less than 17 minutes in game week 23? Oh, I... It's hard to say, right? It is hard and to say. And that's why Brian Mares I... is such an enigma. Listen, you know what, though? we said it earlier in the season when he went back-to-back -back like 10 and 15 or 15 and 10 that the feeling was, hey, maybe this has finally turned for him. Maybe it is now, this is the, the Riyad Mahrez we've been wanting this whole time, is the Riyad Mahrez who plays. I think that is all that anyone wanted. And after he went 10 and 15, he proceeded to score exactly one point in the subsequent five weeks. So it is, to me, it is just as likely for him after a big match to go from uh, 17 points to 17 minutes. I, I is really difficult to say. I would like to think that his form and his scoring will keep him in the lineup, but we've been here before, and it would make me nervous. I can't wait to see him wearing that bandana scarf that but, everyone sitting on the bench wears these days. But, yeah. but Dave, to your point, you know we've we said there was no Bernard. You were saying this before you want to say it again another prior to no bernardo silva <laughs> no raheem sterling which that to me is the weird one is one minute in two weeks right. for a, a supposedly non-injured raheem sterling yeah uh and you're right Mares is only four points off of sterling who's in fourth in midfielder scoring which doesn't that to me is the My it mom. doesn't make sense is that sterling is still in fourth despite having what i would say is Probably as disappointing a season for a, a stud. Yeah, uh, no doubt. As far at least at least for the first half. But no, Mares is. We said Mares is amazing, and we 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 said that earlier in the season. I wish he was playing all the time. I still think you know. He Scott, would, he's playing. He would be essential. More. Essential if he was starting all the time. He his points are significantly more than Martial. Yet you own Martial. Sure. Okay. Feel, feel, I mean, I guess you feel great about it. How many of the points that Morris has scored have you had him for? That's not the point. It is kind of the point. <laughs> I'd have to go back and check because this it's, is the second time I've owned him. It's kind of the point because I don't feel great. Like, I am the kind of guy that typically says, Sent, put him in and forget about him. That, you want as many. Set, you are Mr. Set, set it, it and forget it. Absolutely guy. right. 
Are you willing to do that with Riyad Mahrez for the rest of the season, Dave? Uh, yeah, I am, actually. Okay, if that's the case, then you're going to get all the benefit of Riyad Mahrez for the rest of the season, yeah. which there's, what, 16 matches left? That's probably going to happen in five matches. Just guessing. What, him playing five? Him, him putting in decent returns. It's probably going to happen in five. Now, it might be amazing in those five matches, but if he goes three matches in a row without giving you anything, are you going to keep him? If I if I have subs, yes. You have to to get the best out of Riyad Mahrez in FPL. Without looking, Dave, yeah. last five weeks, more fantasy points, Riyad Mahrez or Anthony Martial? I know Martial has more in the last five weeks. No. Because, you're, because no, he has, you're wrong. It's Riyad Mahrez. He has Mahrez. at least, really, I'm surprised. Because I know Martial had a 15 like a few weeks ago, and then he had, he had a, a, a couple eights. Mahrez has 37. Martial has 35. Okay. So it's a difference of a half pound. For me, Martial came in in the midst of that. So I'm feeling okay with Anthony Martial. Yeah, no, I'm not they, saying that's no, bad. No, I know, I know exactly. I'm not saying that's I know, bad. No, I agree. I, exa- I know I exactly know. You what you're saying. Me. You came at me a little you bit. You did though. yell at him. You're, you yelled at him and he cowered for a second because he, he thought you what were What am I doing right now, hit. Dave? What am I doing? Yeah, I, think, I think it's someone cowering. I yeah. just want this to de-escalate. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that's still a Great lot of, po- of words. that's still a lot of points in the last five weeks for either guy, and right. I, I, and it's so much so only Trent Alexander Arnold has more points than those guys in the last in the yeah. last five weeks. Oh, so, I got him too. Right. So, Why am I still doing so poorly? It is it is a, it is a mystery. Highest score in the game week is Sergio Aguero, but Gabriel Jesus got his too. And we talked just last week about how Jesus would be a shoe in if you knew he was playing. Here, Pep plays both. Dave, would you? Yeah, Pep was teasing that for a long time that he would play both of them together. Really hasn't done it yet. What better time to experiment than against the beaten dog yeah. that Woeful is Aston Villa? Villa. Yeah. Spiteful, spiteful move. So look, I referenced this a couple weeks ago, and again, I will probably be absolutely wrong. My guess is, as everyone already knows, that it's not even Liverpool's title to lose anymore. It's how soon will they claim their title? And now, they're so good. And Scott, I'm just going to take this moment right now to do this before my computer resets and we lose all this information and lovely pot again. Yeah. Scott, Liverpool is doing something that is beyond historic. Wow. They just set a record. They are not only, and I am fascinated by this. It finally clicked the other day. Not only are they probably going to claim the the title in March. (laughs) It's not crazy. That's pretty early. Worst case, April. End End of March is very reasonable, assuming they keep this pace. Scott, I looked at the schedule. I'm like, they have the opportunity in these last 18 games, Brian? Something like that. In these last 18 matches to do something that no one has ever done and will probably never do again, not only finish the season undefeated, but set a points record that will never be broken. They are so good everywhere on the pitch right now, and now... What we're starting to see, and we'll, uh, we'll get to this in a little bit, their defense is starting to tighten up. It's a defense that we saw last year, and we were wondering in the beginning of the year, where's their defense? Why are they leaking goals? You know what's starting to tighten up? Their defense. And now, now, now it's getting to the point where you better own two, at least two Liverpool defenders because 
they're scoring a lot of points right now. And listen, credit to Liverpool management, credit to Klopp. Sadio Mane, was anyone coming after him from Southampton other than Liverpool? No. He could go back and check. Was anyone going after was there bidding wars over Mohamed Salah after he was a Chelsea reject and went to Roma and had one good season in Roma? No. Was anyone banging on Andy Robertson's door when he was at Hull City? No. Listen, what Liverpool has done, and, and that's when, like, they're, they're not out like City spending millions, or, or Madrid or Barcelona or whatever, or even Bayern. Spent, and Bayern doesn't spend that much money, but spending a ton of money on players. They have done it with the right guys, with the right attitudes, and and they Klopp is, is somehow they must go through like like Zen classes or something, uh, you know, and and when there's yoga stretching and, and you know preparing for matches, dude, they they are so locked in, and it's a credit to them. Yes, I mean seriously, Virgil Van Dyke goes from Southampton defender to. Uh, Ballon d'Or finalist in one year, in one season. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, sure, he was highly touted at Southampton, but he he didn't have all the other top clubs in the world coming after him. Scott, credit to Liverpool. That is my ode to Liverpool. You'll never give me hear me give them more credit than you did right then. After today, it will be gone. But it is ridiculous. They're going after history now, and. If it's, I mean, that's something to that's something to fight for and play for every single match is invincible status and no, record setting. Just, just beat Pep City title winning point total. That's oh, all you got to do. Well, that's going to happen. They're on a pace that that's going to happen. Brian, this was the first and only monologue of Dave's that I've listened to all the way through. That's amazing. <laughs> it was a work of art. I was gonna, I was gonna say all of that ball fondling, all because of, <laughs> all because of talking about Sergio Aguero. Wow. <laughs> I did it again. Dave, it's you hijack it everything you miracle, touch. But you're right. Unbelievable. And also, Aguero. Getting back to Sergio Aguero. <laughs> Pep. <laughs> did I ever get around to this? Me no, saying? we were going to talk about Aguero and Jesus and how, oh and how but I, you think they're... Geez, I was going to ask if you would actually <laughs> encourage folks... To roll the dice on Gabriel Jesus. My guess is this: so that, many people, by right. the way, have, I, I remember. So now many I people have average. already bought Sergio Aguero that his price went up. That's amazing. So I, I would suggest this: I think Aguero. I think obviously Pep sees the writing on the wall. That's how I got on the rabbit trail. And uh, Liverpool will win the league. He knows that. He wants to win Champions League. I think he's absolutely going forward going to prioritize Champions League, which means I think Jesus will probably be starting the Premier League matches. And if that is any type of being reliable, it's worth a thought. And I know, Scott, that you would say, well, there's guys underneath him probably that have been more consistent and playing better. And, yeah, you're right. But, look, City, we know, we all know how explosive City uh, can be. And their offense, Jesus, the last couple weeks has double digits each week. So it's worth a look. What's difficult is, I mean, Aguero's 20. Aguero went from not on the not and not on the no, but not. A, I mean, for fantasy purposes, not on the first page of the list when you just look at names. To now, he's eighth in forward scoring. He's just behind Kane, and a twenty is going to do that for you. So, 
it's just really hard because you know then you look in the last the last five weeks of matches and who's right there at the top of shots and shots on target and all of these things it's Riyad Mahrez and Gabriel Jesus and so the fact that Jesus has played four times in the last five weeks again and that kind of since week 14 he's been the guy he was getting minutes prior to that but since week 14 all but two matches he's played the vast majority i mean that's pretty good i'd say that's more than you would have guessed given the way the way the rotation was a big part of that was aguero's injury i understand that however I mean, if this is a sign of things to come, like I, I, I mean, I feel like he's the Riyad Mahrez of forwards. I mean, <laughs> not to. No, he throw, definitely is. I mean, it's it's. There's hardly anyone that you would want. Like Riyad, sure. Riyad's cheap. But for... even Jesus, I don't want either one. There are enough forwards who are going to consistently give you returns right now that I don't know why. Like I get the ceilings higher for Aguero and Jesus, but I'm going to go with the sure things. I'm going to go with the Rashfords, the Vardys, the Ingses, the Deanies. I was going to say, because right in that exact range is the yellow triangled Marcus Rashford at 9.2, Firmino at 9.3, so Jesus is 9.5. I don't think that's exorbitant. It's no. just the, the reason why it's a lot is because it was a lot for a guy who's not playing all that much. If he's playing a ton, 9.5 is a bargain. Yeah. I so, agree. I mean, I've, it, Dave, if you are, if that, if that ends up turning out to be true, and somebody just says, you know what? I'm going to take the chance that that is the way things are going here. Jesus is going to play the league, and Aguero is going to play Champions League, and that's how this is going to shake out. And they'll start Sterling in, in the FA Cup because they'll try to <laughs> because they want any silverware this year. They do. So, I agree. if that's the way it ends up shaking out, then no, I think that could be an extremely smart move, especially as a differential. What's the ownership on on Jesus? Not hashtag not much. 2.9% of yeah. FPL owners have decided to splash for Jesus. So we're getting, I, I mean, as of, like we mentioned last week, teams are real stale right now. And it seems like the money, because the money tends to go all in the same place, Jesus might be that kind of guy that you end up saying in 10 weeks, you know what, I'm really glad I actually took a shot at that guy. I'm just saying, I know it's a lot of money if you already, because everyone has uh, Vardy, and, the, and it's true. Uh so fast my friend okay. we'll get there in just a little bit uh dave before we go any further i think it's worth mentioning that the goalkeeper in the game week 22 dream team is allison of liverpool yeah. so along the lines of your wonderful and eloquent dialogue i wanted to go ahead and throw that in while it was yeah. still relevant we and by to- the way how many people were coming after allison when they signed him i mean I, probably some sure i'm sure some smaller clubs i'm just saying it wasn't like there was a bidding war good on liverpool it's worth mentioning that the third highest scorer in the Game Week 22 Dream Team, Abdullah Decore. Unbelievable. He decoreed. He did. Hey, look. He decoreed himself. And He's if you got- listened to our show last week, you know exactly what that means. Go back and listen. It's three goals. He still's got four more this season. <laughs> Get in now. You don't know when they're going to happen, but they're happening. He's on a hot streak. You might he might be hot for one more week. He got a goal and an assist, didn't he? This week, he I did. think so. Yeah, yeah. It's a perf- perfect timing for Ducori to get back in the 
Dream Team Please the week after him. he was in the Dream Team. Oh, my gosh. Please don't <laughs> buy him. Hey, look, if you were really, I mean, because this is a decision. A lot of folks are bringing in these guys. But if you were bringing in one of the two midfielders who are hot right now for the hottest team in the Premier League, Watford Hornets, are you buying Abdullah Decore or are you buying Ismaila Sar? Sar, Sar buying You're Sar. buying Sar. Yeah. He's more consistent. Way more consistent. And so it seems in my mind. Now, I'm I, sure right now, Scott, this is when Brian makes me say something no, stupid. I, I'm and then he simply, blows I, me up with stats. No, I'm not blowing up anyone with anything with well, the only thing with stats is that <laughs> No, then I knew it. I no, See? that's oh, well, look, I mean, I'm not well, gonna blow well, you up with stats. I'm gonna shame is. you with them. I'm not gonna blow you up with them. Right. I'm gonna make you feel like an idiot forever even thinking what you said, but well what I have the point sure. stands is look, no, Sar FPL tweeted it themselves not not too long ago today. Of course, of course. No one has had more returns in the last five weeks of any midfielder than Sar. Well, uh, you know, listen, when he's a sports guessing captain, what, I mean, what do you think? What do you think they're going to say? Of course. I mean, this week it was only, you know, only an, an assist. Well, but still. Listen, last five weeks, 13, 1, 7, 5, and 6. We've talked about him already. Yeah, I, I we I mean I like it again another differential Decore is at the same ownership though Decore the last two percent Decore last three weeks six nine fourteen yeah that's that is a lot of points for a guy who's not very expensive the the I mean the question is are you counting on this no there was one other before those last three weeks there was one other scoring return all season. Those guys, and that's the thing. So it's they, a wicked hot streak. Wicked hot streak. They are in the top 30 of transfers in for midfielders. But the transfers in are not, I mean, there's no rage to go get either of those okay. guys. I think they are good differentials. And if you're going to make Ducore your fifth guy, that's not a, I mean, I don't feel like that's a terrible move. All They're right. cheaper guys, but. All right, let's move along, Scott. Marcus Rashford joined Sergio Aguero. I think that's worth mentioning. Uh, Marcus Rashford, obviously someone we've talked about in recent weeks. So uh, if you own him, and many do, you were happy to see his 12 points get scored. A couple other defenders, though, scored 12 points as well. We discussed Espilicueta briefly last week. He continues to do very well. But he was joined by Luca Dina of Everton yeah, with 12 Yeah, welcome points. back, Luca Dina. I, all the money to me is better spent on the other, um, the rest of the Everton backline. Not I me. bought Sidibe. <clears throat> Not right, mainly because of their cheaper prices. Right, Mason yeah. Holgate to me is an absolute steal. But why? Why should anyone be buying Everton defense right now? Why not? I don't know. I mean, look, they they the last five weeks they've had a six six two one and a seven. That's for Mason Holgate. So Mason Holgate is a four point four, Brian. Well, I Bedillion think I, no. Dollars. I mean, I think everyone saw. I mean, they they one. You see the color coding after Manchester City. You get no. They played Brighton at home. I was saying uh, after yes, Manchester City, they played uh, Brighton. Yes. They, they right. got Brighton at home, right. and they get West Ham, Newcastle, Watford. And Crystal Palace, and they're. Not, I mean, the next four weeks are. I mean, it's they got a bit lucky, I think, against Brighton. Uh, Trossard put one off the post. Right. Glenn Murray missed a really great that chance. That was a really nice. Yeah. Really so nice I mean, chance. it's not like it's like most matches. It easily could have ended a different way, but no, I think that I mean at West Ham is not 
a, I mean, this this West Ham is playing better. So I don't. I mean, that one to me is a little grayer. But you home are, against Newcastle, Brian, you I are like tempting it. me. I've got two free transfers for the upcoming game week, and I've got to upgrade at goalkeeper. Uh huh. You're really making me think that I might be able to go down to Mason Holgate with one of my defenders and be okay. Listen, Holgate got a bonus point this week. Mason Holgate is four point four. Four point four. Scott, I got it. This is a perfect time for my new segment. All right, let's hear it. Scott, this is time for the new kids on the block. New kids on the block. Wait, is yes. Mason Holgate in the new kids on the block? No. He could be, though. But You're- I feel like we've met- he's been around for a couple years. These are new, new kids. These are 4.0 new kids. All right. Are you ready for this? I you're, don't. I don't. I think you're. I think you're thinking of somebody else. Yeah. The, the popular no. Okay. 90s these band. are. Yeah. These I, no, are, I was okay, gonna okay. say. I think two of these guys are 4.0. One of them's 5.0. Okay. So one of them's a little bit more expensive. Are these all defenders? All the de- all defenders. But New they're kids on the block. But they're young bucks. They're not even 20. Okay. All Age right. 20. They're not even there. Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Reese James. Yeah, he's on the dream team as well. Reese James now started the last two weeks. He started other games, but not consistently. But the the kid's a stud. He is an absolute stud. He was hurt. Yeah, but let me ask you a question: Who outside of Tammy Abraham is a sure thing? I know. Just start, Scott. I'm I'm, I'm giving you some options. And Keppa, Keppa. Uh, these are defensive options. All right. Scott, I love Reese. Let's James. keep it. Let's keep it there. All right. Brandon Williams. Manchester United. Also on the dream team. 4.0. Yeah, is he still in your squad, by the way? I never I never brought him in. Oh, I, I thought you were going no, to. No, I brought him up, and I, for whatever reason, I could just never get there to him. Another one of those players that you, we said everyone should go get, and we never did. Well, so, th- yes, we said that. <laughs> Luke Shaw comes did back. Did we say that? I, we said I, I, The whole the we, issue well, has always been. I brought been, it up, yeah. and then mocked, you said, Dave, Luke it. Shaw's no, coming I, back. I'm only, yeah. Brian mocked it. No, you I didn't. I definitely yeah, no, didn't. You definitely mocked him. No, no, no. Well, no, typically I, there's mocking going on. No, I, but I never mocked him. You said mocked. Shot, right? You never mocked, mocked. You no. just mocked. No, I never mocked him. The whole issue Luke was Shaw. You Luke, all, Shaw. Luke Shaw had been playing so consistently, and that's why Brandon Williams is. He got the start. Shaw was already on the bench, that's and right. then Shaw misses out with some injury. And That's so right. now the, the question with Brandon Williams is everyone loves him. This is another one of those. Shaw is at, is is out for longer now. I mean, this is, you know, Danny Welbeck syndrome Shaw. Every time he comes back, he gets hurt again. Right. And and so True. Brandon Williams at a 4-0. Again, I'm just mentioning these kids because they're cheap, okay? And they got some talent. So Brandon Williams there for Manchester United. And lastly, Brian your boy, Jafet Jafet Tangana. Tan, tang, Tanganga. Tanganga. Yeah. That guy who gets his first top flight go with Liverpool. Yeah. No, amazing. with Spurs against Liverpool. Is he 5-0? Against, against Liverpool. He's 4-0. Oh, okay. Who's the 5-0 one on Reece your list? James. Reece okay, James. okay. Which is surprising. Which, yeah, which, that makes him irrelevant to me. Because he's not playing enough. Brandon Williams no, intrigues Reece James me. James is playing enough. He's going to be. I, is he I, going to I, keep yes, playing enough? Yes, hundred percent. I don't think yes. he's coming out. Reese James, look, we said it last week. Reese James took 
I thought he would take Aspilicueta's spot. He didn't. He took Emerson, Emerson is the one who has fallen spot. out. Yeah. And not because of Reese James. Aspilicueta has played up, I think. Emerson had the spot. Reese James was competing for Aspilicueta's side. They've basically flip flopped. Frank, Frank said, I got to have Reese James on the field so much. I'm going to put him Reece on the James, other side. No, yeah. I am not worried at all. If This is. This is Reese James, it's his time. Yeah. It's his spot. I am not worried about that at all. It's more about all right. The schedule is a little after this though. week. I love this. Like Chelsea now on a bounce back. I know they're gray going to Newcastle. I know Newcastle still showing up here in the the color code as gray, but this decimated, injury riddled Newcastle playing against. Chelsea, I but Brian. After that, it's Arsenal I know. at Leicester, United. It's tough at uh, against Spurs. Those are four tough. Yeah, opponents. I don't want. Yeah, I if you have a if you have a, a Chelsea defender, you're not playing them against Arsenal. Leicester, I want to bring. But if you're looking Spurs. to replace Rico, if you're looking to replace, yes, or to make no, money or, on your wild card, right? A lot of people could be thinking about wild cards. If you want to make some money in your wild card, no, you add two of these. No, defenders, that's why I was saying Williams so we, so, and Reese and, and, and Jaffet Tangana. I would ask. Tang- you know, I mean, I would add Tan guy. There is a Tan guy. Tan guy and Dumbley. Yeah, Tan guy and Dumbley. Not Tan guy, and he's not a defenseman. Tangi. Here's Tangi. Here's what I was gonna say. You forgot to mention Donnie Wahlberg. The issue here is... Hanging Tough is still playing right now. No, it's not. <laughs> it should have stopped. Okay, all right. <laughs> what is stop. happening? Please stop it. Uh, <laughs> he said, please stop it. <laughs> Brandon, people have Martin Kelly, and I think no one really wants Martin Kelly, if we're honest. Right. No one has ever wanted Roy Wa- Martin Roy Kelly. Hodgson doesn't want Martin Kelly. Martin Kelly should not be playing. This is clear. You have never flopped on one guy more ever. It was no Kelly. Then it's have to have Kelly. Now it's back to no Kelly. No. My permanent decision is Martin Kelly sucks. But you owned him like four weeks ago. I still own him. <laughs> Martin Kelly sucks. But he's and playing. is only playing because Other people Crystal are Palace hurt. are so destroyed by for- injuries. Martin Kelly was and- only playing because of OPP. Other people's problems. Exactly. And he was for he was 4.2. Now Naughty by Nature's playing. I'm okay with this. Okay, good. Martin Kelly is now an an easy swap. The same people, the same people that own Diego Rico, or the same people that own Martin Kelly, can easily switch to Brandon Williams. Even if you bought him at four point two, you still have an extra tenth in there. You've earned a tenth on him. You can make some money by by going down to Brandon Williams. And I, I mean, I would say. Based on his performance for Spurs against Liverpool, Tanganga is an outstanding option. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Did you hear how he said that, Dave? Tanganga. You, I would like to confirm that at some point. But no, <laughs> you will love this. He had a, a who scored rating of 7.38. Only Liverpool players had a higher rating wow. than he did in wow. the match against Liverpool. Wow. And I think, like a lot of people said... No one was stopping that Firmino touch right. in the box. Right. 
And NBC, NBC here highlighted it. Harry Winks let Firmino go. Harry Winks is the one that dropped off and left and left uh, the center backs in a tough spot of covering him. So no one like it's not his fault at all. And if that's your and that's that's what I think a lot of people had said that if that's the argument for why you know you're not looking at his performance as being great is because he didn't stop a world-class touch from Roberto Firmino. Right, right. And I don't know what you were watching. He right. was excellent in that game. Yeah. And one of the other things, he moved from center back out wide later on in the match and still played well from that point on. Like, if he doesn't keep his... Uh, the um, I love Jose's quote. Jose's quote about about him is exactly what uh what everyone wants to hear and definitely for you know i as a spurs admirer yes. and as somebody who watched that and thought uh where was this guy right where's this guy been uh according to football.london when asked before the liverpool match why tangongo was playing over the experienced jan vertongen and eric dyer jose Mourinho said simply he's faster <laughs> He's faster. <laughs> yes, he is. Holy cow. Yeah. No one has looked slower in the last few weeks than Jan Vertonghen. Wow. Jan Vertonghen looks like he is a freaking marble <laughs> statue. And Eric Dyer has not been good. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Is it definitely going to be starts every week? We don't know. For yet. him, we don't know. But I just know statistically. We do know when, when Jose finds someone... Yeah, he likes to stick with him. And and the one thing, look, that's what that's why it's the same thing about Kane. They can play quicker, and that has been one of the worst things about them is that they've just looked really sluggish. Mm. Having somebody who is who is able to play up to bring that energy. Yeah, I mean, I I would hope he stays. All in. right, so there you go, Scott. There's an Brandon Williams is the same. Yeah. And so, and he does the exact same thing for Manchester United. Part of that is just youth. Part of it is not being fat. If you're a Manchester United Luke Shaw hater, oh wow, wow. So Scott, everyone's looking for their Trent Alexander Arnold. All I'm hearing is I've got Ramsdale and Kelly going out. Matt Ryan and Mason Holgate coming in. You like that move? Listen, that double move. We never finished up on Mason Holgate, and it's just that Mason Holgate has played one. He's played every minute for the last 15 games. Right. He's uh, in. He has basically kicked Yerry Mina to the bench. So guys that are expensive are fighting for the other center back spot. And yeah. I don't dislike Everton's schedule for the next four. No, it's good. Uh, I also don't dislike Brighton's schedule with Matt Ryan coming in for the next four. Uh, the our Everton blog, Royal Blue Mersey, uh, had this stat too, that... Brighton against Brighton, Mason Holgate had the highest pass completion of anyone in the match. He had a 92% pass completion against Brighton. Mason Holgate has played excellent. Uh, it, him being an excellent defender didn't stop Leandro Trossard's shot from hitting the uh, crossbar. Sometimes you need a little luck. But you do need luck, and they've been really good. I cannot believe Mason Holgate is 4.4. Crazy. I can't believe it. Dave, you kind of had a hesitation when I said that was my double move. Not liking it? I just don't know if I'd go Holgate. We already talked about Jack Stevens last week. I'm, I love that move still. Yeah, it's crazy. Southampton, something has happened at Southampton where it's like Ings and Jack Stevens – 
You know, I, I'm the just schedule saying, for, for them is the schedule still for not Southampton good. You're is not, not using great. him, but and Jackson, yeah, no, no, I and, like Mason Holgate's schedule moving forward. And after Liverpool, you could see opportunities of using Brandon Williams yes. if he stays in the lineup. Uh, he very well could Holgate. be your he could be your defensive Mason Greenwood also, uh, depending on how Solskjaer decides to run his lineup. But uh, but no, I would definitely. If Very it's good. worth a shot for four dollars, agree totally. Well, Dave, your segment got us through the rest of the defense, mentioning Reese James and Brandon Williams. No idea that was going to happen. I yeah, love Reese James, man. Crazy, that guy is so good. Only two more midfielders need some lip service, and then we're done with the game week twenty-two dream team. One Mata of Manchester United makes his way in there. That's a decore, if ever there was one. I agree. Along with Leander Dendonker of Wolves. He decorate his way into the dream team. Then Donker is gonna get. He's gonna earn some of that four point five starting value back. Uh, we'll see. He's at four four. He's been. A, he was everyone's uh, fifth midfielder of choice to start the season, and which wasn't horrible. No, and it's still not horrible. Obviously, he's on the dream team. Right. They were sure exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll move on to our how to say segment for this week. We promised a manager edition. We've given Everton some love, but Brian, we've also provided a couple of different pronunciations for Everton's manager. So we yeah. asked you to set the record straight once and for all. How do you say the Everton manager's name? Do we need music for this how to say segment? I mean, sure. We we almost always have music. In fact, Brian, now we're actually starting to get Music suggestions in our DMs, which is always fun. That's exactly right. DJ Newton, we, I, we heard you. I cannot say that there is anything prouder <laughs> for this podcast. Right. <laughs> I am not choosing what to me is obscurity. Sure. I am hardly ever choosing anything other than something that I either love or something that I think is appropriate for whatever we're doing. Sure. So the fact that anyone has paid attention enough to say, Hey, I got some music. Your vibe is this. Yes. Based on the fact that there's music here, that is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I am it's so, cool. it is one of the coolest things that has happened on this podcast. Oh, man. Period. I love it. All right, Dave. So as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. Sure. You guys can have your own opinion. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We've, we've been listening to what DJ Newton sent us, and we love it. It's a little too soon for us to be able to do it this week. We're well, going to get it in probably yes. next week, though. Only because there is something that I that I had for this in right. particular. Yeah, but you didn't know that this was going to happen. Of course, I didn't know that. That <laughs> was great. <laughs> we love it. And by the way, we love hearing from you. Yeah. We do our best to reply to everyone who reaches out to, us, especially if you ask us a question. Yeah, I gave some fantasy advice to a listener earlier Why? this week. I know. I thought I, you were not allowed to do I that. Know, I know. The only way that no, this is so possible good. going forward that you give any advice is that you put out the disclaimer, do the opposite of what I'm about to say. I mean, I did tell him not to get to Jesus, so there is that. All right. But uh, anyway, so so hopefully he took my advice the opposite way and got Jesus's 10 into his lineup. There you go. Either way, we're going to use this music because this is perfect for us. DJ Newton, you're exactly right. DJs just know and you just knew this. But Brian, go ahead and take it away with this week's How to Say. You want So we do want music for this, well, and I'm going to use course. a song for this How to Say. The music for this week's segment, I would like to be uh, the song Uncontrollable Urge by Devo. Devo. 
feels like the perfect kind of Great. frenetic. Uh, it's perfect, these, perfect these, because I've never heard of for it. The, you know Devo. Everyone knows I, I, Devo. I don't. I don't know. Yes, you do. I, I don't. How does Devo. I'm, I'm fascinated to know how uncontrollable urge. Debo. He was in no. the movie Friday. I will not. Nope. nope. That guy? No. Is he cutting records now? No, not from not from Friday. <laughs> so Debo. Whip, Whip it. it. Whip it good. Whip it good, Dave. Into shape. Oh, I like that song. Everyone knows that song. That's Devo. Move and shake. Shake it up. <laughs> Get it straight. Now whip it. Whip it good. Whip it good. Did that. Yeah, I, like I, your, I got that. I like your lyrics better. Yes, I agree. Yes, it's oh, great. It's I would just say look up. Un, yeah. Look up uncontrollable urge. No, he needs to look up Devo lyrics first. Second of all, yeah. uncontrollable urge. I'm fat. Okay, stop talking, Dave. <laughs> Let Brian teach us what uncontrollable urge has to do with who's right, name. Fine. He's going to teach us how to pronounce. I just want you to look it up and keep playing it right now, but right. not too loud because it's yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> You've probably heard it somewhere already. <laughs> On with the segment. Okay. I can't right. wait to see what Dave's. If you like this group, you should listen to this on I, his iTunes because I have it's so, amazing. I have destroyed your algorithm. You have no idea. <laughs> destroyed it. It's, it's yeah. There is none. Mine is I broke, fine. I broke the yours. <laughs> is completely off. <laughs> this week's how to say is as simple as choosing a sandwich when a sandwich restaurant sells an Italian. How many slices of ham does it have? Does it also have salami? That's all I need to know. That's all most human beings need to know. We all know Carlo. Carlo. I'd prefer it if he went by the more familiar Carl. (laughs) But I get it. He could be a Carl. You're Italian. He could be Carl. You have a rich European image to uphold. That's fine. It's true. You, it's true. It's fun. I mean, he's totally a wine drinker, right? Oh, totally oh, a wine oh, drinker. Yes. Yeah. Pass the meatballs. <laughs> wine. <laughs> the look Brian just Pass gave you. <laughs> yeah, sure. The look Brian just gave you. You're acting like he's freaking Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. I'm thinking no, more no, like... On. I'm, I'm thinking more like... Coastal Italian okay. socialite. Yeah. The guy feels The look like- Brian just gave Dave was was a combination of disdain <laughs> and just like the going pe- along the, with, the with peak Dave's stupidity. <laughs> it was it was the combination that I wish everyone could have seen. I wish I could have captured that on video. I do love meatballs though. Yes, of course. We all do. What you freaks want to know about is the last name. Yeah. I am happy to inform you that the C and this man's last name should be pronounced the same way you pronounce the CH at the beginning of Chip or Chelsea or at the end of the phrase delicious Italian sandwich. Your Everton manager is none other than Carlo Ancelotti. Ancelotti! That's fascinating, Brian, because sure. this whole segment idea came from you last week. Because I said Ancelotti. You did. Yeah. Of course I did. Ancelotti. <laughs> of course I did. Why would I say it right? I hadn't researched it yet. All right. Great. That's good. Courtesy yeah. of Sky Sports Stato on Twitter. 
With the win over Brighton, Carlo Ancelotti has now beaten 22 of the 23 teams that he has faced as a Premier League manager. The only team he has failed to beat is Everton. Really? How about that? Weird. Weird. Isn't that weird? You know what? If ever there was a club he could manage where he could undo that stat, it would be Everton. Somehow he could find a way to defeat his own club. He might by the time his managerial career is over. It might happen. All right, Dave, we got your new segment, the new kids on the block. Yeah. It's time for us to learn how the masses are dumb this week. It's the segment I'm calling the dumb mass move of the week. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. You should also play the right stuff for this segment. I I will for actually this, yeah. Or Smash Mouth. What about Whip It Good? No. Shake It Up. No. I'm talking about playing something dumb. Get it straight. Now whip it. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just start out this weekly segment with the, neg- the number negative 120,000. Oh, boy. Holy crap. Negative 120,000. A large amount of sales. Yes. For? Jamie Vardy. That's a good bit. Yeah. That was the net transfers for Jamie Vardy going into game week 22. Negative 120,000. It caused his price to go back down. To 10 pounds even. I mean, he only got an assist. He only scored five fantasy points after coming back from two matches away. But you had to know this was going to happen. Here's here's what logical FPL players would have done with Jamie Vardy going into game week 22. You ready for this, Dave? I'm ready. You would have kept him, first of all. You, you still have him. Sure. You just don't captain him, maybe. I agree with that, I, as I did not. Now, a lot of people Me in, neither. Our, in our mini-mini league did... I just, I didn't feel good about it. Sure, and that's fine. If he did, you're not hating your life either, no, by the way. Five points he still scored five fine. points. Yeah. But what you don't do is you don't cause yourself to be part of the dumb mass move of the week, or if you said that a little faster, the dumb mass move of the week, by being part of that negative 120,000 net transfers for Jamie Vardy going into game week 22, sending him out of your squad altogether. Because I guarantee you what's going to happen is it's only a matter of time before you want to bring him back in and his price goes back up. There's no doubt. Why waste your free transfers doing something as stupid as that? I mean, that is your are, dumbass move of Are the you week. telling me, Brian, that you don't want Jamie Vardy at Burnley this week? Exactly. To the to the Man. what happened to Nick Pope guy? Yeah. To the to this. the already relegated Burnley. Oh Scott? come on, Newcastle already relegated Newcastle. Well, I mean, look at look yeah, at that's the, not happening. Look at the top transfers out of all players for the, you know so far this week. I mean, James Madison's in there. Most I would think some of the Leicester defenders are in there. Jamie Vardy's out another almost thirty thousand times this week again. So I might get rid of. I don't know. His, I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm probably going to wait. I'm trying to avoid a negative, but. I want to go from two Leicester defenders to two Liverpool defenders. Oh, interesting. That's not a bad question. But I don't hate the Leicester assets, especially this week against Burnley. I like it. Although, look, we all know how easily Chris Wood can score. He could easily head one in this week. There's no yeah, reason why he can't. He, I would have thought he, he needs would've... one chance. That dude needs, needs one chance. True, but Burnley is just really struggling so badly right yeah but you don't think danny Drinkwater's going to be playing and be able to provide some service no <laughs> is he playing with them or he's playing with them now right danny Drinkwater does not play for burnley Was what a great Villa? what a great transition dave into our next segment on this show he got, tr- he got transferred 
Let's talk about January signings, Dave. All right. All right. You mocked me last week when I tried to start this segment with Takumi Minamino of Liverpool, who, by the way, is going to end up being another great value signing for Liverpool when all is said and done. It might not be. It's hard to doubt it right now. They've had more hits and misses, so. Uh, that's that's exactly right. By the way, I was shocked when I prepped for this segment by I was I was like, wait, we signed who? We because I'm a Liverpool fan, sure. of course. Joe Hardy of okay. Brentford. Okay. But that's not entirely true. I was like, I don't I don't know who Joe Hardy is. Why would we have signed him from Brentford? Yeah. We didn't sign him from Brentford. We signed him from Brentford too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All of his clips of scoring goals come in empty stadiums because no one's going to Brentford two matches. Wow. But he's going to play for the Liverpool under-23s, and you know what? In a couple of years, he's going to be amazing for Liverpool first team. Just mark, I would love mark to down. mock you, but right now I cannot. I love it when you love Liverpool so much, or at least you can't hate them. It's so great. All right, I've got three new January signings for us to discuss. Let's start with Jenk Tosun. Mm-hmm. He makes the move from Everton to Crystal Palace, mostly out of need, I assume. This screams of desperation I was because say, more like Jank too late. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I assume there's no that's FPL not, relevance here, that's though. Probably right? somebody's already said that. FPL but. relevance is minimal. Yeah, it's uh, it can't possibly be relevant. No, it's not going to be relevant. It's just not. He's more relevant than Connor Wickham. Mm. Well, Connor Wickham was never relevant until April. So yeah, that's true. he's not a bad Benteke replacement. Does Benteke need to be replaced? I mean, that's 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 about where we are with this. <laughs> All right, is, moving on to number two, Danny Drinkwater is still a Chelsea player. player. He was loaned to Burnley for the first half of the season. Okay. Sent back to Chelsea. They promptly sent him to Villa. Okay. Villa promptly put him in their squad today So against Manchester City. He's and, essentially wearing the same kit. Eh, basically. But it's for Villa instead of Burnley. Right. So, and it did not go so well for him. So I was obviously wrong. People were probably like, you know, don't come at yeah, me. Okay. That's all right. But I understand my mistake now. Hey, when we make mistakes like saying Carlo and Salati, we, we come back around to it. That's what we do. Of course. So Danny Drinkwater for the, you know, what, played 78 minutes. It's oh, and minutes he was played, pretty it's, terrible. It's the second game he's played all year. Yeah, he was awful. But he came right into the squad. Do we make anything? Once the rust is off, is he going to be relevant for Villa? No. Okay, I didn't think so either. No. Jack Rodwell. Goes to Sheffield United. Anything there? Will he even play? Probably. Sure. <laughs> At some point. Is it Scott, safe to say we haven't had any relevant January signings so far? Yes. Yeah, All right. January that. window is still open. We're only halfway through the month, but so far, not a whole lot. I dare say, Dave, Minamino might be the most relevant January signing so far. Thanks for wasting our time. What are you talking about? It's worth at least mentioning. I understand where he's coming from here. I cannot get those minutes of my life back. Speaking of an entirely waste of time, sports guessing is next. Sorry, let's do this. This is very true. Yeah. All right. So sports guessing is basically the segment we created when I said we could just throw a squad together and it probably would do better than my squad in Fantasy Premier League because that's where I'm at. And... All this segment has served to do is feed into my state of depression and despair more and more as it relates to FPL. Dave, you came into the game week 22, 5 and 4. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you've got a winning record against the FPL average right now. Freaking crazy, man. It is. Your squad last week 
Brian and I thought you might be pretty good. Like, this was the kind of squad where you could score 35 or you could score 85. It, yeah. That was the kind of squad that it was. It was well, 35. I'm I happy think. to say that it was 35. Yeah, sure. You got crushed by the FPL average. Your captain choice was good. Sar was a good okay, choice. Yeah, sure. Michael Keane in the defense was great. That's probably where all my points were. That's on. where all of your points were. You scored 35 points. The average is 57. You're now 500. All right. Pressure's I, on. I blame the FPL average, not your choices. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Yo, are we ready for this? We are ready. Let's, no. No one is ever ready for this. That's the whole point of this. It's sports guessing. That's fair enough. It's impossible to be ready for this. This week's edition of Sports Guessing. Sports. Sports. Guess. Guess. Guessing. Scott, this week's Sport Guessing. Drum roll, please, for your goalkeeper, McCarthy, Southampton. We have not gone with him yet. Confirm? Is he playing? Oh, yes, definitely. He's definitely confirmed. And I would say, if you're looking at a really cheap guy... Not named David Martin from West Ham. Is it, mm, Alex McCarthy is the guy. Sure. Alex McCarthy has only played, and he has done fine enough. Yeah, but the schedule's still not great. It's still not good, but you're not buying him to start him every week. You're buying him because he's an actually useful second goalkeeper, unlike David Button or some of the other garbage that people have as their second goalkeeper. Fair enough. Brian. David Button is my second goalkeeper, Brian. Thank well, he doesn't much. do anything. That's the, that's He's he not supposed was. to. He's he, not supposed to. Exactly. But if you ever needed who it. Who has a relevant second goalkeeper? Somebody, I'll bet the people who had uh, Aaron Ramsdale this week wish that they had a relevant second goalkeeper this week. Aaron Ramsdale is my starting goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy. Exactly. <laughs> that guy. An unnamed injury prior to the match keeps him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're at that point of the season where... Bench boost is going to come in when you're wild carding. You're going to need somebody that's a real, a real life player. Yeah. And Alex McCarthy, I think, is that guy. Right, there you go, Scott. I, David Martin is if if Fabianski's going to be out, which that's I think that's a little bit definitely out next week. But beyond that, just no, as a, no, just, not David Martin. I'm just saying. Well, no, I mean, aren't they bringing in somebody? Well, they keep talking about buying Darren Randolph, but Darren Randolph has a thigh injury, okay. yeah. and they were waiting on that to clear before they before they buy him. David Martin redeemed himself against uh, West Ham. He had a really big save. I can't remember who it was against. You mean uh, against Sheffield? Against Sheffield, yes. Yeah. And and West. Ham, I mean, if they had left there with a draw, I think everyone would have forgotten David Martin made a mistake. True. Except the guy giving him the double bird. <laughs> you guys and, and the older lady. <laughs> the lady. Who for whatever reason hates David Martin apparently. Hey, hey if, look. Hey, you guys cool with hijacking the segment? Oh. Dave, you deserve no less, sir. Start start with your sports guessing. Sports guessing. Go to goalkeeper Alex McCarthy and then Defense, Scott. Get ready for the defense. I saw this guy play today and I said, Who is that? All right, that's good enough for the sports guessing team. Messina from Watford. Okay, good. I like that. Messina from Watford. Brian. Adam Messina. Who do you think is going to be next? Just take a guess. Just take a wild guess. Brian, if you were to guess someone, would you guess Lindelof? Would you guess (laughs) Lindelof? I don't think so. You wouldn't guess him on purpose. No, I wouldn't have guessed him. Do you know who else you wouldn't guess? No. You wouldn't guess Fernandez from Newcastle. 
Okay. Although right. he's always good for a goal. Federico Fernandez you know is a goal else? threat every week. You know who you else wouldn't? Who you else? What kind of language is this? Adam Smith for Bournemouth. He's back in. He and uh, and Bournemouth Simon Francis have kicked the Diego worst. Rico straight out of the straight out of the team. Yep. Wow. I like that choice. Wow. I'm, it's a terrible idea, but I love it. Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Midfielders. We flying into the midfielders. We will go with. Harry Wilson. We'll just stick with Bournemouth. Let's go with Harry Wilson. Stop trending your eye towards the black and red. Let's go with Almiron. Okay, um, okay. That's sort of trendy. But you I, picked Federico Fernandez, you dummy. I'm all in on Newcastle and Bournemouth this week. <laughs> Why? All in. It's sports guessing. I don't okay, know. Right. Hoybier. Hoybier is bound to get you something. Know, bound you know to get what? something. That is a real... That is a true, in the spirit of sports guessing, that is a true sports guessing pick. And then last but not least. It's also another Southampton guy. Last but not least, Theo Walcott, who might not even play. Scott, I'm going to go ahead and go for a a fifth midfielder already, as uh, will be the sub. And we will go with Kovacic. Kovacic from (laughs) Chelsea. Will be the <laughs> okay. This is the week Kovacic will get an assist. You know oh, that's man. the case. All right, strikers. We'll be glad if he even plays. Strikers <laughs> slash forwards. Same for Pulisic and Mount. Yeah. And Reese James and, and Golo Conte. Yeah, exactly. Strikers. <laughs> I tried Koja. <laughs> no. No, Koja. You can't. Why? Why can't I take Koja? Because he doesn't play. All right, pick up player. Are you gonna keep? Hold on, for the just in case Dave edits this down. All that will be edited out. No one will know that that was a (laughs) thirty-second pause. (laughs) It was longer than that. I mean, I'm just looking and look. I'm like, and Brian and I are just staring. I just gotta come back at names I've already mentioned before. This is why we need to live record ourselves. Strikers is so tough because there's so little of them. Take your guy. There's so many. Of them. Take your guy, Martinelli. My, that's fine. There you go. He Brian. played 20 minutes he, against Crystal Palace. Aubameyang's out. He's Mar- back, and Aubameyang's out. Martinelli. I think this is the time. Martinelli will play. I'm not so fine. I'm Mar- not telling you what to do, but, but this I'm is, telling you what to do. But he I'm is. saying this is a great time for a guy like Martinelli. Martinelli. Who we already know what he's capable of. And Divacarigi. Why are you doing this? You think he won't even play? Brian is sports guessing. He'll play. All right, all right. You're... Dave. What? I just want you to know that you need to cheer against Martinelli this week. Because... Arsenal play Sheffield. Uh... You got three Sheffield defenders no, slash goalkeepers. No, 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 no. You understand? I'm already, I'm already trying to move them all out. <laughs> no, no. I'm not selling them. I'm literally moving the whole Sheffield team to my bench. I have to, in principle. So, um. Yeah. All right. Hey, this Arsenal team might be able to nick something. So I, that last time they played Arsenal, I feel like owed Sheffield something. So we'll see. If it is Lacazette playing through the middle, yeah. with Pepe and Martinelli on either side, yep. I, I don't feel like that is in any way a bad thing for no. Arsenal. No, they, they will be fine. They will be fine. So, look, it took a Crystal Palace deflected goal for them not to get a result this week. I thought they did good enough, but... Even with ten men, so that's fine. It's interesting. Oh, captain, we got to pick a captain. Yeah, that's uh, where yeah. we're going uh, of your squad. Yeah. yeah. All right, then we'll talk about our real life captains. All right. Go ahead. Sports guessing captain Scott. Someone in the midfield. Um, who, Gary who, Wilson, Almiron, 
Hoybier. Almiron. Almiron's the captain this week. All Definitely. Right. All right. If you score more than four from your <laughs> captain this week, then I will buy you uh, a Big the, Mac. Whatever the a McDonald's <laughs> deal is, yes. if it's a two for five, I will buy you both on your, of Ma- your choice items on the two for five current McDonald's menu. Love it. It could be a 10 piece McNugget. Wait, it can could I do be a sports guessing team? It could be a quarter pounder with cheese. My captain's got to score more than four points. If you get more than four yes. from Miguel. Almiron. I cannot wait for this. From sports guessing. This is the lovely. two for five is yours. Newcastle lovely. is hosting Chelsea, so that is possible. It is a uh, Newcastle at home. It's an excuse for me to get to go to McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. It's fascinating because you have Arsenal hosting Sheffield, you have Liverpool hosting United, Chelsea's on the road against Newcastle, Leicester's on the road against Burnley. It makes you think that your captain should be. A city player for Game Week 23, whichever one you own, since they're hosting Crystal Palace. KDB is a surefire captain pick in my squad this week. It's going to be tough to talk me off of Jamie Vardy. Uh, at Burnley? At Burnley. And my vice might very well be, I, I also have Morez and De Bruyne, uh, but my vice might be Richarlison at West Ham, although I like a home captain. So and I just mentioned both of those are away. I don't know what I'm going to do there yet. Crystal, I like Katie Mee's my captain. Vardy's my vice. There's just no question about Crystal it. Crystal Palace has played admirably against Manchester City in the last, I don't know, year and a half, including that huge win they had at Manchester City last season. However, uh, it's typically a goal fest, and it has a lot of Manchester City goals in it, and playing at home, uh, it could be more of the Gabriel Jesus show against Crystal Palace. Hey, uh, Norwich get to play the worst defense in the Premier League this coming week. Todd Cantwell, maybe that'd be worth a... If you ever ever wanted to take a flyer on someone, first of all, if Bournemouth, Norwich, end nil-nil, if it ends nil-nil again this time, I think we should all just go uh, gorge ourselves on McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> but I just can't imagine that there aren't going to be goals in this match. Pookie should be back. He missed this past week against Manchester United with a hamstring injury. Todd Cantwell had the best ch- chance for sure for Norwich against Manchester United. It took a great David De Gea save to keep him out. Uh, if you really wanted to go completely rogue Maverick, that's double Maverick. Wow. Todd Cantwell... Uh, at home against a team that can't stop anything right now. This is your time. Brian, a, I might do a, it. I'm not scared. This is a chance. Yeah, why not, Todd? He's got a great a great goal dance. Why not, Todd, is the name of this podcast. <laughs> you did it again. Why not, Todd? Dave? Why not? Why not, Todd? If anyone can give a good answer to that question... With no context. <laughs> Why not, Todd? You should be friends with that person right there on the spot. Did you mention a captain? In real life? Yes. Or in not, Why Not Todd? Not in Why Not Todd. It. I agree with you. It is going to be difficult to say Lester playing at Burnley. I get it. It's a way. But... Um, 
it isn't. I mean, this is as good of a time. Burnley is on the ropes right now, and I don't think I don't think the way Leicester can just turn it on at will. Uh, it seems like Vardy having an extra week now. He took zero shots. That's disconcerting. Zero shots that counted anyway for Jamie Vardy against Southampton. He scored a goal that was ruled out for being offside, so he officially took zero shots. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, one assist is not good enough for a guy who wants to score goals in bunches. Uh, Jack Grealish at Brighton is not a terrible idea. Um, Do you have him? Of course I have Jack Grealish. Okay. Why wouldn't I have Jack I Grealish? I don't know. Moving on to our Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast Mini League. There's a change at the top. Whoa. Super Frank's 11 has done it. Wow. He's moved into first place. Uh, fascinating, though, the top five are only separated by 11 points. That's great. Love it. But uh, Ryan, Super Frank's 11, you're doing an excellent job. Uh, he's within the top 9,000 overall as well. Uh, first place in the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast Mini League. Dave, you're not thinking about captaining Richarlison. You're yeah. one of the few people that have Richarlison uh, that, well, a lot more people are having him now. But no. <clears throat> I, sitting at this table, you're the only person that has Richarlison. Are you thinking about that? Well, I just mentioned him. But uh, why not Todd is is honorable mention. <laughs> uh, so, yes. <clears throat> Please put the word not in italics. Okay. If I can, I will. Okay. Uh, Vardy and Richarlison. Again, I mentioned earlier, both away are my captain and vice, but why not Todd? You make a, a very good case for at home to Bournemouth. You know what's coming next, right? What? The official FPL Twitter feed is going to declare Todd Cantwell as an excellent differential captain pick. If it happens. Well, no. It happens, it's confirmation. Guys confirmation credit will go to brian of course right. of course he can he's done it all season <laughs> it happens who's a better lot. than him for less than five dollars oh i thought you were talking about FPL no i'm just asking us. no i'm asking <laughs> no i'm asking about todd cantwell no i know he's I, the danny ings don't make it sound so obvious man no i'm just don't saying. make it sound he's so been, obvious he's been great all season he is the danny ings of midfielders That's he's true. he's right Hey, uh, speaking of social media. And he's the Roberto Firmino of dancers. Fantasy Soccer FC. Listen, life's been a little busy, so I've been minimal okay. in what I've been doing. Okay. Just maintaining the minimums. But continue to follow us anyway. Twitter, yes. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, uh, anywhere you can find us. FantasySoccerFC.com is our website. Uh, we are enjoying hearing from you. If you reach out to us, we will respond, no matter how much we're sending out original posts. So yeah. just keep that in mind. We love, we love that you listen. This thing is only growing slowly but surely, and it's an exciting thing. We try to be the most entertaining and educational, balanced podcast that there yeah, is I in like FPL. That. Yes, that's absolutely correct. It's not easy to do. I mean, My new is. segment was better than yours, but I know. All right, for the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.